Welcome to Reviewing Westworld, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Westworld on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 4, Episode 2, Well Enough Alone. Uh, before I get into my thoughts on the episode, I'm not going to ignore the fact that David isn't here, I just thought I'd do my normal intro. Um, yes, David is on holiday at the moment, of course David, some of you will know as my co-host, and of course he runs Geek Town as well, that's probably where you'll know him from. Um, he will be off of the podcast, off of this podcast, for the next couple of weeks, and uh, that will also include the return of Better Call Soul next week as well. Um, he's fine and everything, he's just on holiday, because, you know, we, we need to have uh, breaks and stuff now and again, but, um, I am still gonna do a, I am still gonna do this in a normal way, it's gonna be interesting me, because I don't think I've read a recap on my solo episodes before, um, because usually with my solo episodes, I just kind of talk for half an hour about the particular episode, you, you'll know that if you listen to currently my coverage of The Boys, um, at the moment, but um, no worries, it will just be me, that's completely fine, um, I'm recording this on a Monday, on a Monday night, which is which is weird, um, I watched the episode, and I thought, hey, I, you know, there's, uh, you know, no reason for me to wait until Wednesday, because um, of course David, uh, the reason we do the podcast on Wednesday, just in case some of you don't know, um, the episode comes out on Monday, David records Geek Town on Monday with not just me necessarily, but the rotating co-hosts. Tuesday uh, is when he puts out the Geek Town podcast for that week, and then Wednesday he has the day, the, the time available, and that's usually when we do these, uh, you know, the, these big American shows that we cover. So, anyway, um, yep, David's good, he's just on holiday, and we will continue next couple of weeks with just me, uh, but no worries there. But yes, this is for Season 2, Episode 4, Well Enough Alone. So I'm going to do this in the exact same way I did before, I haven't got any feedback, um, of course it's two days earlier, so there's actually less time for people to have written that in, but that's absolutely fine. Um, but I'm going to give my pre-thoughts for the episode, then we'll do normal like ads and housekeeping, and then we'll get into the recap afterwards. So same way that we usually do this, it will just be me instead of me and David. Um, I thought this was a good episode. Um, I didn't quite enjoy this as much as the Season 4 opener. Um, we're already getting to the interesting point where there's a lot kind of going on. Which is good, which is what, which is what you sort of want. Um, to me, I'm most interested in... Um, what's her name? Christina, uh, Dolores, of course, as we know her, her storyline at the moment, uh, some very interesting stuff going on with Caleb and, of course, Maeve right now, and I had a confusing moment in the episode, so I know that there was the characters of Clementine and Charlotte in the opening of this episode, because I was, I was going through this recap, this recap, by the way, is usually from TV line, and this one is written by Hayden Mears, just to give credit, uh, same person that wrote the season four premiere recap, um, which you can find recaps and stuff on TV Lions website. Um, and I was going through and making sure, you know, it was um, I was able to read it, and I, I was good with what was here and everything. And it mentions Clementine twice. It mentions Clementine getting attacked in the opening, which is from the Man in Black, and then later it says. Um, at Delos HQ, Clementine meets with Justice Department officials, and there's the, but do you have an appointment line. I didn't realise that, that that was, because obviously she looks different, she's dressed differently in different setting, and, you know, obviously different character. 
But, you know, it's not a new thing in Westworld to have different hosts and copies of characters. Of course, we're currently do that, doing that with Christina because she's not... Well, she is still Dolores as we know her, but she's a, a bit of a different version. Um, but, yeah, I for some reason... Because I recognise that Clementine was different to Charlotte. But for some reason, I didn't recognise that Clementine was Clementine. But I guess, you know, character looked different, all that sort of stuff. So, anyway, just to kind of clear all of that up some of you might have had the same confusion as me possibly i don't know but uh no it, this was a good episode i thought i wasn't i wasn't a sort of like uh, fo- not focus focus is the wrong word to use i wasn't a sort of like engaged in this episode as as i was now i although i'm doing this podcast at a different time i did watch the show at the same time as normal so it wasn't one of them things where like I'm watching the show on a different day at a different time and my mind is in a different place or whatever. Like, none of that was happening. Um, I just... Uh, th- this is more set up, which is absolutely fine at this point in the season. I just kind of, like... I don't know, I didn't settle into this episode as well. But then when things came up that I was more invested in and there was more of the mystery aspects, I was kind of right back in with the episode. Um, but sometimes that can happen, right? A show that you love and everything. Um, you're just not quite... Either it's because I'm trying to work things out. Obviously, this is a mystery type show. And some things I was just kind of more invested with than others. Like, this other stuff that's happening with um, with Charlotte. It's kind of like... This is William Double and all this other other sort of stuff. That was like... Okay. I, I know that I'm not supposed to understand that immediately. But I was just more invested in like... Hey, what's going on with Caleb and Maeve? What's going on with Christina? And she's like trying to investigate this Peter guy or whatever his name was. Uh, I was just more invested in that sort of stuff. Um, the William in Black, um, uh, William. Did I say William in Black? William Man in Black. You know who I mean. Um, his individual story, so like the golf course stuff, I thought was quite good. Um, I guess what I'm saying is the 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 Charlotte storyline. I didn't really get along with as well but again you know give that a bit more time to kind of kick in and everything um also we've not seen bernard yet this season that's going to be interesting when he comes back in i'm sure i'm sure that will be in a couple of episodes um if if bernard's not in the next episode that will be kind of interesting because that will almost be half the season but um yeah and we also get a new park apparently opening up as well well not apparently we do see it on the screen so that would be good as well. But no, overall, I, I still enjoyed this episode. I just didn't enjoy it quite as much as the season four premiere. But I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was good. And I'm still invested in what's going on at the moment. All right, that's it for that at the moment. Um, But we are, of course, sponsored by Manscaped at the moment. So if you are a man who is looking for better or more or new uh, grooming products or if you have a man in your life that you think um hey you want to get them a gift maybe a christmas pre- maybe a very very early christmas present maybe something for the summer maybe somebody's birthday is coming up or you've got an anniversary coming up for somebody or something like that whatever the occasion may be of course you can either get it, get it as a gift for somebody else or treat yourself if you're a man who feels that you uh you know you want some new uh, want some new grooming products uh, manscaped has got you covered uh, so no worries about any of that. And in terms of uh, what we've got to offer with Manscaped and what they offer as well, uh, they do, of course, offer, as I said, male grooming products, um, and they make them very, very well. 
um, and they package them very very well as well so whether it's the packaging itself the delivery and everything or the items themselves are very professionally made very well put together nothing is ripped or damaged or anything uh, the products themselves don't feel cheap at all they feel very professionally made very high quality so you've got no worries there and you can take my word for that as well because they sent me a free kit so that I could try it out so that I could tell you all about their great products as well so you might be thinking you know um, how much money do I have to spend on something Manscaped related well, we've got good news for you uh, we of course are sponsored by Manscaped and we have got a deal with them if you type in the promo code ETALKUK that's E-T-A-L-K UK in the promo code box checkout at the checkout uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping as well so you know, you're adding up your costs, it might cost you 10, 20 quid, uh, you get a nice little 20% off of there, and no worries about that nasty shipping cost either, because uh, that, that's something you don't like either, when you do your shopping, you get to the checkout, and it's more than you realise, because you've got that shipping cost, no worries here with that, you've got 20% off, and free shipping, because of our deal with Manscaped, so type in the promo code, ETALKUK, again, E-T-A-L-K, UK, 20% off, and free shipping with Manscaped, go and get your orders in, and uh, if you want a direct link, if you don't want to Google search, if you don't want to like Google search for them or you don't want to type anything in, just scroll down a little bit on this podcast and there'll be a link in the description or show notes, whatever we like to call that these days. Uh, link in the show notes for Manscaped. Just click on that, go in, go over there and shop for some different items and then type in that nice 20% off and free shipping promo code ETALKUK. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast and thank you very much for listening. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film, we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show 
Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, we got another Gaming Talk podcast as of yesterday, which is from Sunday night. We talked about God of War. Uh, some of the developers are unfortunately receiving harassment. Why, you might ask, uh, is because they are taking the time that they need to make their game. Of course, some gamers aren't happy about that. They want products to be rushed out for some stupid reason, and then they moan when they get rushed products. Uh, but Sony uh, Santa Monica Studio is currently working on God of War, and uh, there's a particular story from one female developer as well that we uh, talked about on the show but long story short don't harass people it's not nice and uh, let's all try to be better about that um we also have an update from sucker punch they talked about kind of the the, the current state of sly cooper and infamous of course sucker punch most recently known for ghost of tsushima likely working on the ghost of tsushima 2 at the moment and we talked about eFootball because konami apparently still makes games uh, they've signed a new deal for the inter milan uh, license uh, but not for uh, an upcoming season for the 24 to 25 seasons there's still a few years away yet so some interesting stuff going on there uh, me and robert also yesterday did our wrap-up podcast um not for the season the podcast wrap-up as for superman and lois on the cw uh we kind of just decided like well i sort of said to him about hey i kind of want to just clean the board off of these CW DC shows we've been wrapping them up some of the shows have gotten cancelled or finished anyway Superman and Lois was kind of the last one that we were covering so we just decided to wrap that up given that season two is now finished uh so that's for Superman and Lois um that little show called Stranger Things came out with a couple of new episodes two episodes specifically for the volume two of season four uh leading leading up to nine episodes for the season but episodes eight and nine getting recently released I did a uh if you want to call it season review, the two the epi- review for the two episodes to, to conclude season four. Uh, gave that a must-see rating. Still an incredible show, Stranger Things. Um, few little quibbles here and there that I have with the show. Of course, no show is perfect. But uh, still very much enjoyed that. Gave that a must-see rating. And if you haven't seen those episodes of Stranger Things, the first half of that podcast is spoiler-free. Uh, also, we've got the chat podcast episode for the June 2022 edition. Um, I talked about the update of um, uh, what's going on with abortion in the US. Also talked about how Entertainment Talk did in the month of June 2022. It is Entertainment Talk's biggest month, so thank you to everybody who's helped and contributed towards that. Also talked about some of our TV plans, my job, my experiences on Grinder so far, and a bit of a Patreon update. So uh, quite a packed show actually on that so lots to uh, dig into there the boys is still continuing for the third season we're up to season three episode seven episode eight will be the season finale that will be this week's episode so that will be finishing already but that's for the boys season three episode seven is the newest one um and that is oh we've got the obi-wan kenobi review season one must see review that's me and david on that one we very much enjoyed that and uh, I also talked about ASMR and how content on Twitch is being made as opposed to how it's being made on YouTube. Um, so uh, just a bit of a Twitch ASMR discussion, but specifically how ASMR has got a Twitch problem at the moment. So that is everything we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, let's get into this recap. The episode, well enough alone, kicks off with William slash Man in Black uh, attacking Clementine in her home. He shoots her and demands she tell him where Maeve is hiding, because of course from last week's episode we know what's kind of going on there. Uh, That said, it isn't a given which William attacks Clementine and which one had that cartel massacred at the Hoover Dam last week, if we remember the bit of a difference there. Then it says in brackets here, remember that season 3 ended with Dolores, Hale 
seemingly replacing uh, human William with a host copy. So, again, you know, different things can be kind of going on there, but it's fun to sort of di- uh, dissect all that. The show is already dropping visual clues that suggests uh, suggest Dolores Hale is uh, taking a divide-and-conquer approach with this William uh, copy. The man in black um, we glimpsed during the premiere uh, sported spiffy um, formal wear as he... Uh, took control over a hidden data bank. The episode puts him back in his cowboy get-up for the first, from the first two seasons. Uh, a wardrobe change isn't out of the question, but we are betting that Hale has deployed multiple Williams. Uh, that does kind of add up with what we see later in the episode with that circular machine um, where Man in Black has got this black thing and it's got these blue lines that are going around his body. You know, whatever that was. Um, again, this is where Westworld can do some very cool stuff. You know, when it sort of um, has its twists and its turns. You know, when new characters come up. and uh, Well, not new characters, but new versions of characters that we thought we, were, we thought we were familiar with. And you get different versions of William and different versions of Clementine. Um, it's a pretty good way to tell the story, as long as what you're telling is a good story. But, um, yeah, we'll have to see how all this works out with... Um, uh, Charlotte's, um, it says here, uh, Dolores Hale, there was something, I can't remember the exact details, there was something last season, wasn't there, where it was, was it Dolores's brain in Charlotte Hale's body, I think, so that's supposed to be that same version, because I don't remember that character dying, um, but again, we'll have to see how this works out, um, yeah, you know, he, um, kills Clementine here. It's interesting with character deaths in the show as well because you you could ha- you could have in one episode. I mean, I don't know about Caleb. We don't know if he's a host yet or not. You could in one episode kill off like Dolores, um Maeve, Clementine, Charlotte, Man in Black <laughs> and just have new versions next episode. It's I-, I was watching this episode and I thought of something actually. Because I, I, I thought this when we were getting... Because we get kind of the returning quotes of Clementine. She's walking through this market and then she ends up here at home. You could almost consider... You know how we have, like, different copies of these characters, right? They're almost anthology... It's almost anthology character storytelling. Not in the same way that you'd have, like, a... um. Inside Number 9 or a Black Mirror or something where you get a different story each episode. Some actors returning but a different story each episode. Obviously Westworld does have a through line. Uh, it's more of a, a an ongoing series. But what I mean is... Because you, you have differences right between the, the plot of your story and the, the plot and the story of your show. And like character development and a character's story and a character's journey. Westworld almost does take an approach, and it's again, it's it's very interesting, and not meant no other shows are really doing it right now, um, where you can like, because of course you get like Rachel Evan Wood, and you know get all these actors that still come back and do uh, a lot of things. Ed Harris for for William, they almost are anthology versions of different character of the same, the same character but anthology versions of them. It's uh, it's quite interesting. So um, that seems to be what's going on here with uh William and we'll see how all that works out. Um I've got two paragraphs next that kind of connect to each other. Uh Christina is reeling uh when we 
left her last week. She was turning in after finishing a sentimental meta monologue that was a mouthful to read (laughs) on her balcony the man who uh, had stalked her for weeks and blamed her for his suffering had just killed himself and now uh, she wants to know why because she's investigating what's going on here again my favorite parts of the season so far Uh, as christina investigates um, Maeve and caleb um, contend with their own mystery so we'll we'll put a pin in christina there because we'll pick up back with her later on um, and we'll, I'll just I'll just keep reading here because th- this could kind of be constructed as two paragraphs. But um, yeah, obviously she's not feeling great about what's happened. Of course, nobody really would. Um, and we'll have to see where this mystery goes and everything like that. Uh, but yes, then we switch over to Maeve and Caleb, um, and they're contending with their own mystery. The two head off to visit Senator Ken Whitney Williams, a former associate. They arrive at the man's home and uh, quickly discover that William and Dolores Hale um, replaced the senator and his wife with host copies. After killing one of the hosts, Maeve uses her ability to control other hosts uh, to pull answers from the other. Uh, armed with what they need, she and Caleb head to an opera house. They quickly discover that the vast theatre um, is empty and that it's a trap. Uh, moments later, they whisk away on a train, um, not one unlike the one that carried trigger happy guests to a theme park uh, stocked with androids that's right Maeve and Caleb are on their way to a new Dalos attraction which we will pick up um, with at the end of the episode um, so this is uh, what the, the guy here that they come across um, I guess his name is Ken Whitney uh, is Noah from um, Heroes there's actually two actors there's actually two I can't remember either actor's name but there's actually two people in this episode I was like, oh, I reckon you know when you like you see an actor in a, in a show that you're watching, like, oh, that's so and so from that show. Um, so you've got this uh, Senator Ken Whitney guy, uh, played by the guy who played Noah from Heroes. Um, he was quite a like major character in that show. He was pretty good. And there's also um, uh, when we pick up later with Caleb and he's talking to someone on the phone and they show who it is. It's a friend of his. Um, that was. I can't remember the character's name. Um, it was the guy from Good Girls. Um, so Good Girls, uh, it's that's a show that's cancelled now. But uh, the the guy that Caleb calls on the phone late, a bit later on in the episode, um, he plays the guy from Good Girls that was the one that was like doing the main deals with the women that were the main characters in in Good Girls. So I, I recognised him from that. For some reason, I can't remember his character's name. I, I sort of, I watched the, uh, it, <laughs> I sort of watched the season four finale, if it was se- yeah season four finale of Good Girls, and it just, it 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 got erased from my mind. I sort of have forgotten everything that happened in that show. So, uh, but both pretty good actors anyway. The guy that plays Noah here, um, in Heroes, which obviously isn't on TV anymore either, and uh, also the same guy that played. Uh, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but uh, the same guy here. They're both pretty good actors, and uh, although we might not see any more of Ken Whitney, um, we should hopefully see some of Caleb's friend a bit later, which would be good, because he's a pretty good actor. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him in the show. But going back to... Uh, I just thought I'd mention like the, the two actors I noticed there. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good action scene, um, I think. Of course, you've got Maeve trying to... You've got Maeve trying to go back to the season one days here, really, with the uh, freeze or motor functions. It doesn't sort of work, and then she does this, like, she sort of squints. Um, 
and uh, says it again and he stops eventually and they, they're able to uh, question him and get things out of him. So, um, there's also another scene, is it written down here? Um, no, I don't think it's written down here. Uh, of where they meet this other woman and she's killing horses. I didn't quite get that scene, but she dies anyway. And then um, they just walk away. So, uh, But I, I don't feel like that's even one of the more important parts. What, what's more interesting is kind of what's going on here, I suppose. Um, but no, it's it's a pretty good scene. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I, I was trying to think, because when Maeve said that, freeze all motor functions, I was trying to think, like, when's the last time we heard that? Because that was a more... Um, oh, gosh, what was the... What's the guy's name who was running the park... In season one, he said that like a bunch of times. Obviously, you know, different times back in season one, but we've not heard that for a while. And uh, we we did as we went through the show. You know, season two, still in the park and everything, um, and things started to fall apart a bit. Uh, that command stopped kind of working. So it's interesting, but it's interesting to see it here. Um, so seeing that she's got because there's, there's a conversation here as well um, between um, Maeve and Caleb. And Caleb's like, oh, I would feel better if you, you know, had a gun. And she's like, oh, I've got, I've, I've got it up here. Like, I've got, I've got the mind control, the mind tricks kind of thing, which I thought was quite cool. Um, and to follow on from one of David's points last week about Maeve's mannerisms, um, she, she's a great character to, to just watch navigate things or to see her in, hear her speak, you know, in, in dialogue scenes and stuff. And um, yeah, it's it it can she continues to be very entertaining character to watch and I do like this team up between her and Caleb I think it's um I think it's very good um in terms of the uh, train stuff we will talk about that a bit later when we get to um a later particular scene um uh, but no not much else here to talk about I don't think um again I'm not used to doing recaps on my own so uh forgive me if I've done something wrong here um at Dayless HQ Clementine a different version this is a um smart dressed smartly dressed version i suppose we we, we could say uh, clementine meets with a uh, justice department officials they're investigating delos and demand time with um company leadership but clementine holds her ground uh when threatened with the full power of the united states government blah, 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 you know all that stuff uh she responds evenly i think that's quite a good way to describe it actually yes do you have an appointment and no he doesn't basically uh, I thought that was a, a great scene, a great little line. Uh, later in the episode, uh, Clementine and Dolores Hale ambush the Justice... I almost said Justice League. Uh, ambush the lead Justice Department official and kill him. That is uh, later on in the episode. Um, I thought I thought the... Uh, I don't know if this actress's name who plays Clementine, but she I thought she was pretty good here. There's there a few times, because there's a scene later on as well, on the golf thing, on the golf course... And uh, she's kind of talking to the secret... I think she asks about, like, hey, you're not very discreet, so why are you called secret service agents or something? And her sort of, like, the way she's tilting her head and stuff like that. You know that curious, like, head tilt you can kind of do? She's sort of doing all that stuff. So I thought the mannerisms there were pretty good. But um, what I like here specifically is, like, this guy comes in and he thinks, like, oh, I'm part of the government and I can do, you know, I can do whatever I want sort of thing. And he's, like, with the full power of the United States government. And she's, like... Do you have an appointment? <laughs> like you're not you're not booked to come in. Uh, I just thought that was pretty great. So 
that was a that was a great little scene there. Uh, Christina, um, Christina's investigation yields confusing results. Um, her quest for answers uh, lead her to the Hope um, Center for Mental Health. Uh, this is after she's having had that car journey as well. Uh, I'll touch upon all that in a minute. Uh, where she finds an entire wing dedicated to the dead man she's looking into. Uh, his guy's name is Peter Myers. I don't know if we knew that in the first episode. Because of course he was a bit of a mystery. But we learn it in this episode. Uh, she recalls his obituary, uh, noting his recent contributions to the clinic, but realises that the wing was dedicated to him years ago. There's like a time thing that's wrong here, basically, which she points out. As she tries to make sense of this, she notices drawings of a tower in one of the rooms. Uh, and this isn't the first mention of a tower early in the episode um, and, um, and briefly during the premiere. Christina ran into a homeless man ranting about the song with no sound that's coming from the tower. Uh, so she's gone to investigate this wing uh, that's part of this mental health thing. I thought this was all brilliant. Um, and yeah, as soon as I saw the drawing, my mind did go back to like, oh yeah, that guy. Made... I, I didn't like remember it much from the first episode. Of course, I remember the guy there, but I don't remember what he was saying. Uh, but in this episode, they do a good little thing here with, uh, again, it's the, it's the interesting mystery that can be played out in Westworld, I think. Um, of somebody just dropping a line like that, and you think, you know, okay, there's something there, but like, what tower are you talking about? Like, what what are you talking about? Um, and you know, sometimes in an episode, you can think, okay, it's the ramblings, the ramblings of a madman, but apparently it isn't. Apparently, there's something here because this other man, uh, Peter, has been drawing these these things. So, um, which is interesting again in, in terms of connective tissue because this guy, uh, Peter. When he was harassing Dolores and everything. And because uh, he was talking about like the stories that she's written and stuff. And of course I, I tried to make the connection last week. On uh, the 401 podcast. About like is is she. Because she's like a script writer now or, or whatever she's doing. She, she's writing stories. Are the stories that she's writing accidentally like. Somehow connecting to other hosts or other people. Which is causing them to live these lives um but and the, the reason we think it's a group he does say we and like us um a number of times in the first episode so yeah uh this may, maybe this homeless guy is one of the us or we group of people um because that indicates more than one person but um yeah all, all this is connecting together really nicely i really really like this was, this was my it was probably my favorite part of the episode actually um, but yeah, I'm I'm really really loving what's going on here. I think again, Rachel Evanwood doing a great job. Um, and yeah, we'll have to see what this uh, tower is is all about. I don't believe we've seen. I'm just trying to think because we do get some shots now and again of like you know the city and stuff like that. Um, I don't recall the show giving us a visual of a tower particularly. Of course, it's America, so. You know, too many tall buildings, which is a dangerous thing, but um, it is what it is. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't remember them showing us a shot so far of like, hey, this is the tower that this person is going to allude to. I, I don't remember seeing that so far. So yeah, we'll see where this goes, and uh, I, I can't wait to see what happens here in the episode or um, in the uh, continuation of this. Um, but yeah, this time thing that's going on as well is another factor here. Um, and you can see from like, because there's not really anything here either. Because um, I sort of that that was she sort of gets there, right? And she's hoping that those people leave. They do go away. 
but there's like nothing kind of here. There's like the there's the um, nameplate memoriam memorial thing, um, which is like where she, where she's led to go. But the the interesting thing with that is, for her, this guy died. Was it actually yesterday? Um, although I remember her, I remember her saying in the episode, it was a few days ago. But the way the time in the show plays out is, we see the nighttime scene where she's getting attacked, and then I think it's that same night, she. He he jumps off the building. She does the monologue thing. Teddy appears, and then when we pick up with her very briefly at this, in her first part of this episode, it's the morning. Um, and it stays the same day. Um, until this scene. So to me, that's the next day. So I'm not I'm not sure that that's that's how I visually looked at the episode and like you know night and day cycles and stuff. So, um, but he's he, the point is he's died very very recently. Um, so yeah, her, I'm interested with like her confusion and stuff because, like, you wouldn't make like would you even make a memorial that quickly for somebody? Um, this is this is a like he's dead memorial type thing. Um, because I know you can make like obviously statues for people and stuff like that that that, that are still alive, uh, and you can name things after people that are still alive. Um, I mean, for example, there's like the Sorelex, there's the uh, Sorelex Ferguson stand at um, Old Trafford that was put there when Sorelex Ferguson retired. He's still uh, fortunately with us today, um, but that was put there because of his like great achievement and all that type of stuff with with Man United. So you can have that stuff there. This just seems very very quick. Um, which I think is part of her point about the um, weird thing going on with the time. So we shall see how that works out. But very, very interested with that at the moment. Come back to William, who is playing golf on his private course. When the vice president... I'm sure that was what... what I, I thought I heard one of them say, hey, vice president or something. So I wasn't mishearing that. Uh, the vice president and his secret service detail arrive. The interaction results in William striking the uh, vice president with his club. Um, reminds me of a certain video game I've been playing a bunch of times. I'm not going to go into more details than that because of spoilers. Uh, with Clementine keeping um, watch nearby, she also off-screen kills these two Secret Service agents. This was kind of like, like a funny, interesting scene to me. Specifically the conversation between this Vice President and William... Because as they're talking about what they're talking about and William's like trying to do this stuff. Again, we don't know if this is the exact same version from before or which which version of William this necessarily is. This this feel if what was described in here is the recap, the version that we see killing Clementine at the start, I yeah, I, I would buy that that's a different version to this one, because this version feels like the one that the the more business guy who um, uh, took the dam thing at the beginning of, of last week's episode. So to me, if it the way this makes sense to me is if the smart address golf clubbing, uh, golf swinging version of William, that's the one possibly that was taking the dam last week and all the, the stuff with the flies and everything. And the one that 
is speci- like specifically says to Clementine like where is Maeve? That is possibly then a different version that the, the one the one that um Maeve saw when she scanned that brain last week and she she was going through that person's memories or whatever. Um, and then you saw William get out of the car, so that would be interesting if you have like William split across those two storylines. Of course, there's apparently a third version, um, and a fourth as well, because there was the other version that was like stuck in the circle thing, and then there was the other one that showed up a bit later. But that could be the 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 let's say the business version of William, however we want to sort of call him. So we shall see. Could be wrong with that stuff, but again, theorizing and that sort of thing. So, uh, but no, I thought these were some pretty good scenes. And again, for me, just for me with my, like, thoughts on William's character, the man in black. Um, which of course he's wearing a black suit in the episode. Um, this is just better and more interesting than, like, hey, the gunslinging killer out in the wild west of Westworld. Like, I, I got bored of that version and obviously they've moved on from that. So, this whole business thing that's just going on here with the vice president and stuff, I'm interested. And the, also the other version that's like, after Maeve for some reason, I'm interested in that as well. So, we shall see. But also, going, going back to the specific conversation, they're talking about like, they're kind of talking about like trying to outdo each other, right? Like, I'm trying to do this, you're, you're trying to do that, we're in each other's way basically. And what I'm about to say, I don't mean in in a bad way. I mean in more of a kind of interesting, funny way. It felt like a dick measuring contest, but in 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 a funny sort of way. Because um, of course, both these both these men have got egos. Of course, they have. <laughs> um, and it was it was interesting to see that conversation. So that was a uh, that was pretty good. Elsewhere, um, this was the other bit I was talking about. Elsewhere, Dolores Hale wakes the real assassin in brackets here William from his forced slumber in a cloning machine then calmly tells him that she is going to eradicate his kind before putting him back to sleep uh, there's a lot of effects work and stuff going on here which is quite cool um so to me I've I've temporarily figured out maybe again trying to figure out something on Westworld is never a guaranteed thing but we can all try can't we we can all have fun trying um so is this then supposed to be the... No, this wouldn't be the season 3 William that we saw die. Because he's dead, right? Um, again, th- this is the part for me with the Dolores Hale stuff that just like didn't quite work for me. Um, it, it had some interesting parts and it could be more interesting later, but... I don't know, I'm more interested in the other two Williams. The one that's like trying to hunt down Maeve and the one that's trying to be the business guy or whatever I'm, I'm just more interested in those so I don't really have a lot of thoughts about this scene um, but then the other I'm sure the, the other one shows up as well in the scene I don't know I, I didn't really quite click with the scene maybe it's because I don't understand it if I don't understand it that's fine maybe I'm not supposed to understand it um, it was still a good scene I just didn't really quite sort of click with it so there we go um, and then we have our last scene of the episode um, it's a season 4's second episode then closes on William wowing a crowd again I think this is the business version if we because it, it might be useful to give these versions nicknames right so that we know which one we're talking about um I'll have to let David know as well that I've given this this one a, a nickname see if he uh agrees with me here um closes on William wowing a crowd with a new amusement park modeled after America in the golden age in quotes of the 1920s um and this is also where um, because of course 
uh, so names Maven Caleb are looking for William we don't know for sure if it's this version of William or the other one or if there's a mix up or what's going on uh, but yeah a new park then I suppose because don't forget that that's the thing as well although we've got the real city and everything because um, what we had before we've had the actual west world the western like Red Dead Redemption type world obviously we had that for the two seasons we saw the um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima esque sort of world um, where it was the sword fighting and all that type of stuff I can't remember what that was called uh, like, the, like the samurai park thing um, that we had and then we had have we seen only two of them um yeah I can't remember any of the other ones at the moment because the, the city itself well as we know or as, as we think isn't another park I, I doubt that I doubt that the city itself is a park that's probably just the actual normal because there is obviously in the show the world outside of the Westworld parks so um yeah uh so interesting point for me i really i really enjoyed in season three the change to the city it introduced all the tech stuff that i find really like compelling and interesting and like um just cool to to look at and see all the different designs of things i mentioned that in last week's podcast so we're still going to have that obviously with currently my favorite storyline which is the uh christina one so i'm still going to be enjoying that going forward we're going to have whatever we've got with um uh, what's her name? Uh, the the Dolores Hale. Um, I quite liked Caleb and Maeve in the city as well, but um, I mean I don't mind this this like old age or golden age here, nineteen twenties America. I don't mind it. It's just we have to see how it all fits and everything. Because um, you've got different like themed things sort of going on and whatnot, and I do, I do like that time period. That time period is quite cool. We've had some good stories and some good like TV shows and games and stuff. Like the Mafia games take place there. We've had some pretty good shows from that era um, as as well. So I I don't mind that era. I just prefer the sci-fi city stuff. But of course you you can't. I don't think that you could have just had just had the sci-fi city thing for like the rest of the show so I, I knew this was going to probably come at some point um but at least it's not all just like hey just move the entire show away from the city because we've still got other things going on as well so we shall see but that's the end of the episode we we end the episode pretty much with um Maeve and uh Caleb walking into this place so there we go and that is it for the episode this week. Um, we went about 40 minutes shorter than we usually do. Of course, it would be normally me and David going back and forth on stuff. David sorts on stuff, so that would take up usually more time. So, yeah, that obviously is why the episode is shorter. And it probably will be next week as well. Um, but, yeah, again, I enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed the uh, Christina storyline that was going on. We'll have to see what exactly is going on with which versions of William. I, I'm kind of enjoying that. Um, I just like. Um, I'm almost sort of more interested in the let's say the business version of Clementine, like the the uh, the, the smart smartly dressed like version of Clementine, than I am with um, Dolores Hale. But I'm gonna have to we just have to see 
what the plan is with what Dolores Hale wants to do with whatever copy of, of William that we've got going forward. But um, yeah, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. So anyway, I'm going to leave. Uh, I haven't got any feedback yet this week. Again, doing the episode very early. So um, whatever feedback you've written in for this week's episode, I will just simply carry over to next week. Uh, but thank you all very much for listening. If you would like to write in your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, thoughts, ideas, what do you think is going on with William? Which storyline is in, is uh, uh, are you most interested so far? For me, it's definitely the Christina stuff. Um, what do you think is going on with William and Charlotte Hale? Um, and what do you make so far of uh, Maeve and, and Caleb? And what do you think about going to this American uh, 1920s city uh did have you got kind of like bored of the of the sci-fi city do you want to see something new um or do you like the way that the show seemed like it's going to be doing it which is a, a maybe a bit of a split uh between the two because we've still got characters in different places um and hopefully next week we'll see what bernard is is up to as well so let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments whatever you've got matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk contact page information in the show notes there's also the email box excuse me on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well so check out all of that in the meantime you can find everything else that we're doing on entertainmenttalk.org tv games films and main night podcast so take a look out for all of that um we did sign someone today by the way christian erickson so good to see him uh, joining manchester united very happy about that so I'll, I'll do a united cast preview once more things have happened <laughs> basically so yeah, uh, but anyway, anyway, entertainment talk the Lord, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast uh, coming up this week as well. Uh, of course, we've got the boys finale. Thor is out this week. Another gaming talk episode, and who knows what else might happen. So we shall see. But look out for all of that content on the places I just mentioned. If you want to support entertainment talk on the podcasts, that would be great of you to do. Uh, you can either simply just listen to more episodes on the places I mentioned. Uh, you can tell other people about our content simply by literally just telling them, telling about them about what we do and where they can find it. You can also use social media, uh, share the podcast around on those platforms. There's a lot of them, so uh, make use of those and share our podcast around on there if you're able to. You can also support us on Patreon, the $5, $10 level tier for the ad-free podcast and review options. If you want more information on that, check out our chat podcast episode. Um, you can also find, I don't know specifically when David will be posting what or what's going on because he's on holiday, of course, but David does run geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. That's for your TV and your film news. I think he's still posting stuff, but I'm not sure what he's doing with Geektown Radio at the moment. But go over there and check out what he's doing with the TV and film news and uh, see what's up with your favourite show at the moment. Um, I'm sure Westworld will probably get renewed soon as well. That's not been renewed yet for season uh, five, so uh, that will probably happen at some point. Um, that's it for that. Uh, Twitch, you can find Bex, of course, over there. Trist, W-Y-T-E-S, uh, doing lots of fun streams, retro games, Tomb Raider, that sort of thing. You can also find her on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. You can also follow me as well on Twitch, at E-Talk-U-K for my different gaming streams. Um, and if you've missed those, the FIFA career mode episodes or the game clip, you can find all them archived. I think it is now. No, it's not up to date. I've got to put some uh, game clips on there. But I did put a big Toy Story stream up there uh, on YouTube the other day. That's Entertainment Talk Plays over on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>